Hey everybody, it's the Nobody Likes Casey McLean podcast. Today's guest is Josh Firestein. Josh is a comedian, an army veteran, and we recorded this on the way to and from a show we did where we performed for homicide investigators. It was a really interesting show, different type of corporate gig that I've ever done in my life. So uh, please enjoy our conversations. I think it's a good display of what it's like uh, pre and post show, the differences. Also, check out the video on YouTube because there's a moment where I almost crashed the car. and It's pretty funny to see on video. All right, follow me at the Casey McLean. Stand updates at thecaseymcclain.com. Uh, and on Instagram probably is a better place. Follow Josh at Josh underscore Firestein. And I think joshfirestein.com. All right, please enjoy this episode. You're trying to get in the back like it was a fucking Uber. <laughs> look at this, we're podcasting. Oh, wow, look at that. Dude, I multimedia. Was, I wanted to have done that cheesy joke if I had known you were podcasting. Uh, what was the, the... I don't know if I caught that, actually. I might have not. Not just me just going in the wrong door. Oh, just you, me fucking with you. You're just... Stupid. It wasn't very funny. You... Cut that part out. Should quit comedy. We'll cut that. Hey, well, I didn't know you lived next door to a school or just a bus oh. yard. Oh, that, uh, hey. my neighbor's school bus, she says she's turning it into an RV, but, um. She might live in but, it soon? Yeah, well, I don't think so, based on the progress they're making on that I'm Mustang. To, I'm trying to think of, what, what would be the best way to get out of here? Uh, turn left right here at Puget Sound, and then left on, uh, 56th. Since I'm doing this stupid, uh, Or actually, no, um, sorry. Go down South Tacoma Way, turn right on South Tacoma Way. Uh, since I'm doing this, you're going to have to pull up directions because okay. I've got this multimedia podcast studio in here. Yeah, look at that. Audio recording right here in case oh, this my hat's one crooked. sucks. That's nice to see that. Yeah, okay. that's uh, always upsetting to see how stupid you look at a hat. Multi- yeah, I know because you, you think you put it on straight. There's a weird thing about your eyes seeing things different in a mirror than what they are. I know. Well, did you it's know... It's like, does it focus on one eye is different than the other or something? Did you know that Zoom, the like... Uh, the video software, they put you in mirror image so that you see yourself the way that you see yourself in the mirror. Oh, interesting. I didn't know why that, I didn't know that's why. Yeah, because you would think that you look stupid and horrible if you saw yourself the way the rest of the world sees you. Oh man, I hate the way the rest of the world sees me. Yeah, we do not like it either, by the way. Yeah, well, you gotta deal with it for at least a few more years. I know. Um, you're gonna get in the right lane, and then it's gonna be that little loop that takes you. Have you ever done a show at that flower? Uh, I didn't know they did shows there. It's owned by a comedian. Browns? Let's not say the name. Brown Flowers is owned by a comedian? I think it's... Yeah. It's owned. That. Yeah, it's uh, not a... I got I got booked there by Ron on. We did a show. Oh, you know what? I didn't know that was there. I thought that... I know you're talking about. Like, uh, alti guy who probably uh, doesn't like me. Or me. <laughs> uh, was mad that you are on the show? Excellent. Well, yeah, I, mean, I was the one that said it all. Up. That guy, is he still even a comedian? Oh, no, I don't think so. I mean, at what, like, I guess, what the fuck is this guy doing? You're always a comedian, baby. Look at this. This dude is like, what? he's like stopped in the left lane. Oh, he's not. He's maybe dead. I think he's turning into the lot. But he's had a lot of opportunity to turn the lot. He still has not turned in. Uh, yeah. He's just stopped in the wrong lane. Yeah, we'll see what's gonna happen. I'm glad. Oh, this guy, I like it. Oh, thank you, sir. I oh, like thank it. you for telling us to drive past you on the street. <laughs> I always love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I know. You, That's I'm supposed to fucking go. You know what I hate though is the my number one. It's right here. Oh, I want to get on Union. 
yeah, yeah. Saying? Oh. and then get the 16 it's faster than going yeah you're right you're right no i was trying to think of i'm disoriented right now and i normally would have my uh Plus, i'm like drunk a, dude. i like a sharp turn i'm super drunk oh nice this will be fun yeah it'll be cool to see the turning radius on this thing i might drift i think they made uh lane lane correction for drunk drivers Dude, you know, some people think that they should, like, self-driving cars, people are, like, they hate the idea of that, but if it makes drunk drivers drive like sober drivers, fucking A, dude. Am I going to get killed here? Jesus Christ. Well, I don't want to encourage drunk driving. I mean, I feel like that's the danger as you go, well, oh, well, it's fine. I think people are figuring it out on their own, that they... <laughs> well, sure, that's part your, of it, yeah. What do I... Now I'm fucked up again. No, you just, you're going to, eventually you're going to get in the left lane, but it's going to be past... Center Street, okay. you're gonna see the freeway and all that. All right, Why do, this is like the, I, I go this way all the time and I, for some reason, coming from your, I shouldn't have picked you up, should have just had you drive. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have this multimedia podcast experience. No, we happening. would be losing out on all this gold, baby. <laughs> um, but so anyway, I don't think that dude's a comedian anymore. And I don't think that he liked either of us. And uh, I don't know that, again, like what is the, qualification that makes you a comedian is it that you've ever done comedy before because i'd bet money that dude never did comedy more than like 40 times a year would be my guess hmm and there's a lot of those people let's out call there. him let's call him up i don't know i think uh i don't know i i, I don't i don't like to get too much into those definitions because then it, it feels like uh no you and i are both frauds also but i also you know a couple times a year you know i mean you're not really I'm not gonna tell you you're not a comedian. I don't want to tell anybody you're not nothing. You can be whatever you want to. Sure. Uh, that's what they told us, millennial kids, and uh, yeah, and we're doing it. Uh, I mean, we're hardly comedians. I know, dude. It's pathetic. I was uh, so our mutual friend Monica Nevy did a show. So you did a show in Cascade, Idaho. I'm doing that show in Cascade, Idaho. Yes. She did it. She's doing it the month after me. And I. she's like, uh, are you actually doing it? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, this is the situation. It's kind of weird. And, uh, and uh, I was like, also, maybe after I do it, they'll never do it again because it'll be so bad. And she's like, no, nah, don't do that. And I was like, I actually have been on like quite a hot streak. So that would be the thing that would happen is I would just... Uh, I would fuck it up for everybody, but my, uh, I've, so what always happens is when I get on a hot streak like that and I feel like I figured out comedy is I have a fucking, I come down to earth at some point. It's like soon. And it happened in Austin, Texas, luckily, instead of, where'd you come, you went, you came down in Austin? Dude, I had, uh, please tell me you didn't, you didn't fucking bomb on that Georgetown show. Uh, I did okay on the Georgetown show, but also was that show supposed to pay? I don't know. I think it pays for some people. It doesn't for others. <laughs> it's like, I think there's a budget. Does it then... pay for the people that <laughs> spent fifteen hundred bucks to come down to Austin? No, but the. Well, I don't think you came down there for that. No, it's to true. be fair, you were just looking for extra stuff, and you could have had nothing that night, but you got a spot on a pretty good show. And... Yeah, that's true. I mean, I did come down there for something, and then that something got canceled. So I was supposed to uh, MC at the new Cap City side room. Oh, is that not open yet? It. They, yeah, they they uh, delayed the opening about two weeks before I was supposed to go down there. Conveniently, yeah. conveniently for me. I don't think it, I don't know if it's convenient or if it's uh, related. I don't think it's related. They're like, oh shit, how we get out of this? Uh, yeah, we made we really fucked up. Let's close down. Let's, let's don't open yet. <laughs> they uh, 
they got my favorite comedian Joe List in there. Uh, got caught up in the opening delay fray also. Um, uh, it happens. But anyway, yeah, I, I bombed uh, a... It's, I don't even remember what the show's called, but uh, at the Creek in the Cave. Just bombed fucking hard. The Filthy Show? No, I did great on the Filthy Show. Oh, okay. And I did great... Greg and I did great on the roast. Cool. But we did a show, like, uh, after the Georgetown show. We, like, drove back into Austin. The reason Josh cares, by the way, listeners, is because he's the one that got me at the Georgetown show. He doesn't care about... He's not like, oh, I hope for your sake. I just want to make sure you didn't make me look bad. Yeah, I don't, don't want to silly you're going to... I would say, like, nobody had an incredible set out there, except for there was this one lady out there whose name is Casey also, like, Shoramina. Uh-huh. And she fucking crushed, dude. She's Yeah, great. Lucky just recommended me her for some stuff. She so. Lucky's right, and you should book her. And the fact that you haven't makes you both sexist and racist. Well, I was before. <laughs> Ask we, anyone. We didn't need those qualifications, though. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered. Remind me that I have a comedy gossip thing to not talk about on this podcast. Do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it on the podcast, but we'll talk about it once I... Once we try, we're gonna record. We got a lot of time together ahead of us, Josh. Casey doesn't be, want to burn bridges with open micers. Um. Well, no, I don't want to burn bridges with headliners and club owners. Is what I'm saying. Oh wow, it's juicy goss. It's not even juicy gossip. It's just a very funny thing that happened. That I, certainly nobody that listens to this podcast would know any of these people well enough to understand why it's funny. But anyway, the more we talk about it, the better it is for the podcast. Yeah. Um, also, uh, this is, I've never done a video podcast while I was driving, and I'm self conscious of, you can't see the steering wheel, but this, it is over here. He is driving. He wants you to know. What if I was sitting like this, <laughs> acting like I was, dude, that's oh, how dude, it should have started. You're like a toddler? It yeah, should have started. We're actually they, in they, they old England, yeah. And then we would mirror it so we don't look disgusting to ourselves. Oh, I, I always look disgusting to myself. Um, You know what I need? It's like a GoPro. Then I could have my phone available. I need more video and audio equipment is what I need. You want to text while you're doing this? Is that what you're saying? You want to? No, I like having the directions. That's my my thing. That golf course just followed me on Instagram. Oh, wow. Highlands Golf Course. You made it, baby. University Place, Washington. Hey, I got something for you, by the way. Now that we're... um, Oh, God. Now that we're approaching the, the Narrows Bridge... You're gonna shoot me up with heroin. Oh man, someone had no jumped off of this the other day. Oh really? Yeah, sad. Very sad. Young young man, very, very young man. Very sad. Did he just see you perform comedy recently? Well, he's in by my money? album recently. You're giving me money? Yes. Yeah, you gotta do uh, it on camera so that the world yeah. knows you're an honest man. This is six dollars. It's the exact toll to get over the narrows bridge. That's wow. for you, buddy. That's all. I mean the one's counterfeit, but no one ever <laughs> checks those. So Oh man, wow. I want you to put it in my G string next time. Oh, gee whiz, I would love to. Oh, this is at some point you will have to bring up directions unless you're just a perfect navigator. I will also, we'll stop the video before we get there too. We should talk about the show that we're doing uh, tonight also because of all the things in the world that I've ever thought might get me canceled, doing a show like this feels like the thing. And this will come out weeks after uh, the show. What so. do you mean? The podcast or the show? No, the comedy show we're doing. 
Why are we gonna cancel? I mean, it's you're. Uh, you told me you're you're on the back of the blue circuit. You got a bunch of. You're doing a bunch of cop shows. We are doing a corporate doing, event tonight. We're doing a tour of police uh, stations where we're performing for. <laughs> Uh, we're heckling, or we're we're, uh, we're doing crowd work with inmates. In we're going the, precinct to precinct. Yeah, just roasting inmates for the police. Is that cool? No. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say roast. You don't want to make them feel like pigs. Um, no, that's why we do the inmates. You uh-huh. bastard. One time when I was a kid. Hey, not all of us are bastards. <laughs> that's pretty quick. Uh, one time when I was a kid, my mom got pulled over for having like a tail light out, or maybe her license plate was expired or something. Anyway, I had we had pogs at the time, and uh, I had a pog in my um, possession that had a pig in a police uniform, and it said <laughs> "smells like bacon." And I didn't get the joke; like I didn't get what the joke was. So when the cop pulled my mom over, I was like, "Officer, would you like this pog? It's got oh, a police." No. Yeah, my, so my mom's never had a ticket in her life. So the guy pulls her information, and she's got like the cleanest driving record you've ever seen, and like <laughs> her fucking. <laughs> Gives the police officer a, a pog that says, uh, "Remember pogs? Did you have pogs? Yeah, I had pogs, dude. No, I had some good slammers. Yeah, dude. I feel like the metal slammers were kind of cheating. Yeah, well. Well, did you guys? What were your rules I mean, there on some slammers? Good, were they were they silicone? What were they supposed to be? Which, I just, what is you, that? you just get like material. this thing that's all of a sudden like a fucking it's like steel hockey puck to flip over some yeah cardboard. I don't remember too many metal ones honestly I just remember I remember the uh, the big ones they were they were not whether like silicone or like uh, some kind plastic of plastic of some sort yeah those ones were good I don't know um anyways the show we're doing is a fucking corporate event for homicide detectives right yeah yeah which uh you booked me on to be clear when you're trying to cancel me everybody um I would never I would never I've actually done uh, in the pandemic I did a show a backyard show with a, there were a lot of police in attendance um, oh you said people are going to cancel you because you're because they hate cops is that what you're saying yeah people in Seattle hate cops dude are you not aware well they hate paying comics too so that's true that is true I don't know I mean who cares you they, you know, I don't agree with everything police officers do. And of course. I, I don't course. trust any, I don't trust God. You still, no one should trust the authority of the government. But I am you excited. Never, what I'm excited about the, to this show is, it. is that this is a corporate, and this is how you explained it to me. And we'll find out how it went after this. Uh, but you said, because it's homicide detectives, not like a corporate event where it's like we're at fucking Intel or something like that where they need like squeaky clean. Right, it's not like... A uh, bunch of accountants, right? Uh, and these are people who have seen. <laughs> these are people who have seen everything. Yeah, and they. I mean, they talk. They talk. They they say shit like fuck and shit. And, uh, Ooh, actually, now they should be defunded for that foul language. And, uh, I mean, I bet I bet a good amount of them are are veterans or uh, or have been on the force for quite some time. And you think that SUV that was the wrong way? By the way, they probably saw that. They might have been able to see that. SUV in the in this video if they're watching. Oh, maybe. <clears throat> I bet he's still sitting there. Let's go find out. Let's go. Back. Let's turn it around. What is this? Uh, what does our ETA say? Are we gonna have time to eat there? Do you think? It says uh, six twenty four ETA, forty six minutes. A little traffic here. This is normal for oh yeah. Day no five thirty in Cape Harbor. And then we have a show in Bremerton. 
that pays substantially less than I said I would. Oh, I didn't even know it paid. Yeah, it's like 30 bucks each. It would have been 60, but we're co-featuring because, uh, or I think 50, but we're co-featuring, so. And what time does that show start? I don't know. We're closing it out, though, so. I hope we make it in time. Well, we'll, we'll start messaging the booker if we think there's a problem, but I want to say that the, the show starts at like 8.30, and if we're closing it out, we probably have to like 10 at least. He, uh, the book, you did delete your Facebook, right? Or did you just block me and the booker of that show? I deactivated my Facebook. I reactivated it the other day, but I'm not on it. It's like not on my phone and, um, I'll use it for ads and, uh, I'll post. Yeah, because I got some family, they were, you know, family was like, hey, I don't know how to, how's the baby and all this stuff and how's the family. And they don't know what's going on, how's comedy, all that. And they don't have Instagram. They're all old weirdos. And so... I got my Facebook back, but... Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'm not like... I hate it, though. I hate Facebook. I hate the way it makes me feel. I hate the way it makes me act. I've told you my... Uh, I hate the way it takes my time. My method of curbing that, right? Probably, but uh, tell the fine folks here at... Uh, well, in their fucking... In the Amazon Wagon warehouse Studios. that are working. Uh, unfollow truly every single person, except for like immediate family members that you and only the immediate family members that you want to give the opportunity to let you hate them <laughs> because so comedy is full of fucking lunatics and so what I've noticed is a lot of times I'll get a, like a screenshot that's like did you see this fucking gossip and by then it's like mature right like I'm not I don't feel any need to everyone said everything oh it's already yeah it's already been done I'm two days late. I get to go in and look, and maybe at the very most, I get to go make like a, a joke at somebody's expense. Um, the other, uh, the other thing about it is, you have like family members who maybe are uh, on an extreme politically, and you don't—they probably actually aren't that extreme. It's just, what are you looking for? Trying to charge? Finish your story. I got it. I'm helping you. I'm here to help I you. There's a the, USB port in there. I know how it works, dude. All right, all right, Josh. In a Prius. Wow, I didn't know if you had lived a life that you've, you've I lived a life of danger, Casey. You Ubered at least three times in your life, which means that <laughs> you had to legally were obligated to ride in a Prius at some point. Um, but yeah, the uh, okay, that didn't work. It didn't, <laughs> didn't work. Okay. Well, we'll, well figure out. Yeah, we'll figure out, huh? You got, you got. Oh yeah, we'll figure out. I got, like, a battery pack and shit in my... Yeah, right. You got an iPhone? Yeah, for some reason it wasn't charging earlier. Anyways, it, go was ahead. Was it charging now? No. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you just unfollow everybody and then you don't have to see... When you see people in person, you don't hate them for all the crazy shit that they say online when they're 130% of their already flawed personality, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not on it anymore. I'm just kind of. Why did you guys try to tag me in something? Or he did, and then asked me why. the The booker, Joseph Rogers, asked me. Uh, why. I think I blocked him. No, he asked if you deleted it, and I. Did, uh, I have no idea what you're doing in your life because I don't. I don't follow you anyway. So, uh, sorry, dude. You did not. Re you did not meet the immediate family quota required for me to follow you. I'll get there. <laughs> Put a ring on it. On what? Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want, big boy. Or little boy, that's fine too. I'm trying to get littler. I'm not a sizest. Oh man. 
I haven't done one of these driving ones in a while. I really like this because it's like uh, I don't have to take time away from my family to make a podcast now. Yeah. You just, we're not, by the way, there's no gig. We're just going to the casino. That's awesome, dude. And, and I'm giving you $150. It's like you're giving me money to gamble. Yeah. You have to use it for gambling, though. I've told this story on here, I'm sure, but the, when I went, my first ever hosting weekend at Tacoma Comedy Club, I, or I hosted for, uh, what's his name, Brett Ernst. We got hammered the, uh, the Saturday night, and then we took an Uber to Emerald Queen Casino. Very nice. Stopped in the Uber. This is how happy I was to be hosting. I'm paying for the Uber. We stop in the line of a smoke shop, like a drive through smoke shop, in the Uber. Like the fucking the, the toll is going, dude. So that uh, Brad Ernst can buy chew that he keeps getting told he can't do at the table, and then just keeps doing. We're just hammered. He he tried to order a drink like six times at the craps table, and it was three in the morning. Like they're like last call was an hour ago. You cannot order. Oh, uh, it's not Vegas, baby. Yeah, but um, yeah. Well, that's the worst when you're drunk and you want another one. And I know. It's too late. Oh, it's the worst. He was like, I'm going to show you how to play craps. And then, uh, like, five or six rolls in, he got so annoyed with how little of it I was retaining that he just gave me $20 to go play the slots. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, like his, a little kid. Like his wife. Like yeah. some wife that he's annoyed with. Oh, you've got your... Uh, Top secret text messages up. I almost Uh-oh. just read about how little I'm regarded. Somebody's looking for a somebody looking for a guest spot. On something. <laughs> purple Pimpin' Willie. Good name. Dude, he's wearing a purple suit in almost all of his photos. Oh wow. <laughs> That's fun, huh? I do like that. That's a cool suit. I want to see you in that. He's got suit. a character. He's got a thing. You want to see me in that? Yes. I don't know, dude. Purple is uh, not really my style. Magenta. That's a whole different story. We should have time to stop at a gas station so I can get like a water, right? Yeah, for I'm sure. Parched. We'll we'll make that when we shut this fucking. Uh, Podcast, the first leg of the podcast. Yeah, we got a lot of podcasting time, Josh. Oh boy. You really fucked up getting into this car. Hell. I paid to get on the podcast, I don't know if you guys saw earlier. <laughs> That's true, it has a $6 entry fee. Oh, it's like a comedy minutes. festival. Yeah. <laughs> Six dollars for a comedy festival? Yeah. Dude, that's not gonna cover their pockets. Oh man. You gotta pay at least twenty-five. I will say the the comedy festival, the Seattle Comedy Festival that's happening that I did not apply for because I could not handle the rejection of people who are much, like, less qualified to be making that decision than most festival uh, organizers. Um, they only charge 10 bucks, which, though, I still think is shitty. Well, I mean, I don't, think it's, I don't think it's that shitty, dude. I don't think it's shitty at all. 10 bucks. I mean, they do they do stuff. There's uh, There are some organizational stuff they do. and No, they don't, I'm not saying they make 10 bucks. I don't have a problem with them making money. What I have a problem with is them funding the entire festival with comedy submissions. With mostly rejected oh, submissions. comedy yeah, submissions. Yeah, rejected, yeah. I'm not saying to buy tickets. No, they no, also no, are no, collecting no, no, ticket money. 
I know you, man. I know people. There's a guy that's our level that got rejected. That I was like, no way. And he's fine with it. And I was like, this is exactly why I did not submit. <laughs> he's probably not fine with it. <laughs> yeah, he tried to argue with me that he was fine with it. <laughs> well, you're an instigator, so I get it. Wow. Well, and he's a contrarian, so the moment I say that's why I didn't do it, he's like, actually, I think it's really cool to donate money so that hopefully the festival will be good and they'll remember that I donated money. And I'm like, you're like a 10-year comic, dude. Like, you shouldn't be fucking <laughs> donating money to your peers that don't like you. Yeah, I mean, that's not, I mean, 10 bucks is not. There are some festivals that are way more. Like, I'm doing World of, uh, World Series of Comedy right now. Yeah. And uh, I, I wasn't really yet. planning on doing it this year. I thought maybe next year I'll do it or whatever. There's a lot of it's a lot of traveling to do all these these, these satellites and the, the main event or whatever. But they let 101 people in the main event, and they let even more people in for all the satellites. 40 people each satellite, and there's like, I don't know, 20, 15 satellites maybe throughout the summer and spring. And they charge, it's like, to apply for each satellite is like 35 or 40 bucks. Or you could pay like 65 and get in all, get, apply for all of them. And that's a lot, 65 bucks plus there's another fee for uh, the entry fee or something like that. Luckily, our buddy Kevin Eggleston works for the festival and he was able to give out a couple free registrations. Oh and my God. he, uh, he gave, me a, gave me a ring and uh, I'm now realizing he gave Casey no ring. Oh. Didn't, didn't call you, huh? One, no he didn't, but two, he, I might have already given him my whole series of comedy opinion. Oh, well. Opinions, regardless, Cavins, that place is make that those they're making a lot of money. Kevin's favorite thing in the world, it seems, is to just get himself in the most time-consuming, least beneficial comedy situations. I don't think it's not. I don't think it's unbeneficial. He's traveling around doing a bunch. He's hosting a bunch of uh, a bunch of these satellites. He's hosting at least three of them, maybe more, at clubs that he would have otherwise not um, performed at. Kevin stinks. He's fucking up. That's it. Well, he stinks, sure, but his odor has nothing to do with his comedic ability case. Jesus uh, Christ. This guy's so shallow, man. What it, my, my thing is he's for sure losing money on that. Like, they can't be paying him enough to host. I can't wait for Kevin's Netflix. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That was my fault. Oh, Casey almost hit this guy, dude. Wow. Casey, he's like directly dude, in my blind spot. Dude, Casey's so jealous of Kevin right now. I know. He's not even watching the road. There's a cop right there, I too. Can't, I can't. Oh, he would have fucking nailed your ass. Dude, I know. I hope he doesn't do oh, it right now. He might still nail your ass. He might be going to the uh, conference where he's yeah. performing at. I'm going to go 60 miles an hour. Jesus, that was scary. I wonder how that's going to look on camera. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't wait to see your face. I know. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think when you watch the video back... You'll see that I realize that the car is there and, then don't, and say don't say anything and kind of clam up a little bit and then I look over and then I think you'll see. You you were you're defending uh, Kevin. That's actually one of Kevin's goons there. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's out here. Kevin's well connected. Defending his dude in Kitsap County, Washington. No, but, but uh, yeah, so Kevin gave me the free spot. But I do think that uh, that festival's making a ton of money. A lot of these people are making a ton of money. Yeah, I'm aware. I think it's like. I think that's, uh, I don't know, am I ever going to do that festival? I think it's pretty exploitative. I, did, I didn't I did do the Burbank one. I got into it, if you remember. I don't think, yeah, the Flappers thing that was kind of... Uh, Dude, it's wild. It would have cost me... like people got Best of the Fest or something? Yeah, it would have cost me... It's like, basically, you can get Best of the Fest if you can reschedule your uh, 
departing flight or whatever. <laughs> like if you're there on the last day, you are you going to be in fest. town? Yeah, you can be best of fest. It was uh, I got saved because I got my first feature weekend in Spokane, and so I canceled. And instead of spending fifteen hundred dollars, I made like twelve hundred dollars after merch. My first ever merch weekend too. Oh, oh man, there is like an unmarked cop car behind us that very well could be headed to our event. Oh man, it. that Camaro looks like uh, our Challenger. Oh, I had fucking no idea what these stupid. That's got an Alabama license plate on it. Yeah, he's super undercover. <laughs> this is what I was thinking. Oh, that guy? No, that's just a black guy who bought a car at a, black, at a cop <laughs> auction. It is a. But you got to imagine. I've always thought this about when people buy like a Crown Victoria that like used to be a police. The wheels all wobbly, dude. The front right wheels all wobbly. Well, the license plate is bent to shit too. Um. The people who buy those, it's like you you just start buying yourself into a life where everybody slows down when you pull up near them. You know what I mean? Like traffic gets slower around you. Maybe they're into that. That is my sexual kink, personally. Yeah. How am I doing here, Josh? Am I, have I made any mistakes? Are we driving the right On the direction? podcast or on the drive? Well, in life... You almost hit someone. I fucking... That was embarrassing. So you can look at that as, you can look at that as a failure... Or as a success because you didn't hit them. Cat-like reflexes. I have the... I used to work with this guy on a... He worked... He was the third man on a printing press that I was the second man on. And he was... uh, You were second mic on a printing press? Second... Yeah, dude. We were doing a comedy on a printing press. He wasn't number one. Um, He also grew and sold palm trees in Renton, Washington. Okay. Uh, Interesting. But he would always talk about how he had the, <laughs> what do you call it? The like, he had the reaction time of a fighter pilot. He's like, I, I got measured, dude. I had the reaction time of a fighter pilot. And I'm like, you can't feed a box machine without fucking up constantly. Like, you you don't have fighter pilot aptitude. Where did he get tested for that? I don't know. I think you were fucking mall like. Oh, he was at the, the Top Gun exhibit at Universal or something? He worked... Before there, he worked at a Genie. The, like... He was a Genie? Yeah, he was a Genie. Wow, those are pretty nice. He rubbed him many times. Yeah. He, you know... He made no wishes. He just granted me him. wishes, but never fulfilled them. It was hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, sure, you can have that. Yeah. He was a little more breathy when he said it. <laughs> Is that how he talks? Yeah. Brian something. He was like maybe half Korean. Very annoying guy. Anyway. Is that related to the Korean thing or is that a feeling you have? Yeah. You're like half Korean. <laughs> Either be full or not. Yeah. Yeah, that was he actually normal really guy. Important just, to Casey. He's very superior. I'm trying to I was trying to think of what his last name is, if it's Korean or not. I know he's part Asian, but I can't remember what the the, uh, well, you should just assume and probably label him. Yeah. You probably didn't have to bring it up because no one knows him. Brian Kim. That's a good bet. Kim is probably Korean. It wasn't Kim for sure, but oh. I, I didn't know a guy named Paul Kim that was a rapper. And then he just like dis. This was the thing about working in a box factory is people would just disappear like, like not literally die, but just like go off the grid. Probably they would go to prison is what really happened. Maybe. But... Like gang banging Korean dude. Maybe they just got Paul better Kim. jobs. Paul Kim uh, was a rapper, also. 
One time I... I knew uh, a girl named Kim. Ooh, I've known a couple girls named Kim. Women, is actually. Oh. Let's just call them women. Well, I didn't know that woman came. She died at uh, 13, so... At Eminem's hands? <laughs> <laughs> no. His wife wasn't 13, Casey. She was at some point. You gotta follow the plot, dude. At one point, she was 13. You, you can't argue that. with that. You don't know that. It's an unlucky number. Maybe she skipped it, like a hotel. Skipped the 13th floor. You don't know. That's a great Hedberg joke. What's the joke again? It's like... Uh, my hotel room doesn't have a 13th floor, but if you're on floor 14, you know. <laughs> like, if you jump out of the window, you will hit the ground sooner, or something like that. I can't do this delivery, but... Or you will hit the ground earlier. That's us. Right on, dude. You nailed it. All right, so you're going to... 0.5 miles, you're going to stay on 3 North. All right. Highway 3 North, Washington. It's weird that the state that's like furthest away from, I guess Alaska's further, but the continental state that's furthest away from the continental, or the... Uh, You're going to say something stupid right now. I can feel it. I can feel it brewing. The fucking New England? What are they called? The colonial states? Yeah. The furthest one is called Washington, isn't that? It's, um... kind of feels like you hopped on the train a little late. Oh, I see what you're saying, because, uh... Like, all the states were, like, named, and they were like, oh, this, this territory is the Washington Territory. Yeah, that's interesting. So, but that would have been, the thing about it is, like, when when George Washington's alive, if they named a state after him, that would have been pretty embarrassing. No, that would have been embarrassing, too, but Washington was, Washington was far after when Washington. He, he had to die, like, what, 1800 or something like that? And we became a state in, like, maybe 1890? Yeah, but that's a long time. Oh, yeah. years is a long time. When did Lewis and Clark get the fuck out of here? Um, well, well after Washington, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, like mid 1800s or something like that. Are there any other states that are named after presidents? Um, lots of cities. There's a district of, district of Columbia, which is Washington District of Columbia, and um, uh, I don't think I don't think anything else is named after a president. Yeah, so I mean. Really, they were like, fuck, we're running out of time to name a state after a president. We haven't even done it yet. Let's name it after the first one. Yeah. Should we do the best one? Nah. The first one. I saw this, uh... Can you imagine a state today called Obama or, like, Trump? <laughs> or Bush? Where are you from? I'm from... I'm from Seattle, Bush. I saw, like, a targeted <laughs> ad that was, uh, some, like money website that ranked it had like some objective ranking of all the presidents money and, wise and maybe it was that and before they uh before uh, like the people who were angry about it obviously had not read it because they were the picture it's was just of course the picture's of like course. trump or something it was trump or, yeah. and obama together and it said <laughs> which one is the best president and they were like like, people are like, how did they even do this? Why would they give him best president? And Obama was not the best president. Trump was not the worst president by the measures in this thing. Um, all right, so what do I do now? Um, stay left. Stay left. Three north. Three north. Silverdale Paul's My in-laws used to have a house out here. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, he... Uh, Neither one was ranked at the bottom or top, but people were just mad 
because they just assumed one of them would be ranked number one because they were in the picture. It was a perfectly, it was a perfect modern fucking clickbaity social media. Oh yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, I I look I read that article. That's why I knew who who said it because I read yeah. that. It was on I saw it on Twitter, and now that I read that, I Twitter shows me all their fucking articles. Oh, that's and sucks. they're all like that. They it's all like a picture of Trump or like a picture of Biden. Obama or something like somebody recently like what did Biden say now jeez oh, it's like I don't know probably nothing you have to, to to find out what Biden said you have to go through 14 slideshows yeah. <laughs> it's the worst dude that's journalism now that's yeah yeah my friend uh, well I'm in a, not my friend but, uh, I'm in a this uh, discord group where this this yeah, guy's so comic cool, dude wow I know this comic who really helps a lot of people out. His name is Elliot GB. I don't know if you know who he is. I do know Elliot. GB. I don't know his comedy very well, but he's a very nice guy. And he he who does he invited him out. He invited a bunch of people to his Discord, and he he just finds like he just happens upon or or, or discover. He just I don't know who he's connected with. But he just finds these jobs and these opportunities, and he's like, hey guys, if anybody's thinking about applying to late night, you know, writers. God damn, Elliot here's GB. The, here's here's how you do it. Here's where you apply. If anyone wants to do SNL, here's what you need to do, and here's how you, here's the deadline. Here's the fe- this festival's open till this date. And he, he's a. I, 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 Can I, I get in this Discord? Holy yeah, shit. I'll invite you. I, I I hardly I I hardly do anything with it. I hardly engage. But I mean such that a nice stuff. Guy. You can't do any of that stuff. But I could try. I could never do that stuff. I I, I don't know why I'm in there. I'm wasting the guy's time. I know. Well, it's because you book it. Fuck it. But he uh, he, he, he loves shared the other day about uh, yeah, big fan and uh, shared the other day. He won't day. shut up about you, to be honest. Oh, okay. Well, I forgot what I was saying now. So, um, we're talking that. about Trump and Biden and how sexy both of them Oh, are. clickbait. Clickbait. Um, there's a site uh, that's, like, specifically for it. Uh, Clickhole, I think, or... Um, is that Clickhole, I think? Clickhole is, like, uh, The Onion, I believe. They're it's hiring. Like, I think it's all headlines and no article. Yeah, but it's, like, it's like The Onion. They're, like, fake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're hiring right now. Oh, that's cool. I got a... You know what's funny is? And maybe this is... You know who Sally Jordan is? Uh-huh. So I didn't know, like... I, I think Sally Jordan's... I don't, I don't even know if she does comedy anymore, to be honest with you, but... I, uh... She's, like, fine. She's always been cool to me. One day she came up to me, she's like, Hey, I saw this job that I think would be, like, great for you. And I was like, Really? <laughs> like, why would you... And it was, like, a... Like, a fellowship at... It might have been at The Onion, but I think it was ClickHole, actually. And I, this was like years ago, and I was like, "Oh well, thank you. That's very flattering that you would think that." I can't leave my family in Tacoma to make thirteen bucks an hour writing fucking parody headlines, but it's very nice because I'm sure that whoever that went to is like a rich kid who now fucking runs NBC or something like that. Oh, I hope so. Um, I would like to see a success story. God, Elliot GB. I think it's around, man. And I actually love Elliot GB. Now that it's I think real. about it, now that I know that he's got connections, I love that guy. Oh, big fan. I actually did. Uh, I did a show. <laughs> what show was that? Um, it was at uh, Tacoma Comedy Club. He was on it, and he showed up late because he got stuck in traffic or whatever. And I can't remember how it all worked, but they were like, "Just stay on stage, and we'll light you when Elliot GB gets here." Because it was like a competition of some kind. So he had to be like, it would have fucked the thing up if I didn't. And I went up and did like 22 minutes, and uh, you know Claire Weber? Uh huh. She's like, 
someone told her like towards the end of my 22 minutes that I was like they're like yeah he's stretching so that Ellie can get here on time because she was like she was like this piece of shit is just making this whole show him like okay. I, I went like 12 over my time it's funny I wish that no one had told me that I know well maybe she never forgave me anyway I hope not you're on the shit list buddy you're finishing this town there's a comic in Oklahoma City that said that to another comic. I know. They got fucked up and he said that. And he was, uh, he's a little bit of a, uh, hey, I hate him. Uh, he's a piece of shit. But uh, he Oh, really? That. Oh, yeah, a big piece of shit. Well, we'll have to talk uh, about why. Because I think that at one point he was not considered a piece of shit, right? Uh, no, I, think, I did not know everything about him. But, uh, you know, people talk and things come out. But yeah, he sure. Me, oh, you're fucking finished in this town. I just think that's hilarious. It was like a small, it's like Oklahoma City with a small market. Yeah. Well, that's the, the I've been talking to Ryan McComb a lot. Um, dear friend Ryan McComb. And it's funny to hear like the way people, people in Spokane, he's a Spokane comic, they regard doing a show in Seattle the way that we would regard doing a show in New York or LA. No. I swear to God, they're like, yeah, dude, he's going over to Seattle to this show. It's like the, a big deal and it's like oh it's not a big deal there's no big deals in uh, Seattle you know what I will say that Rob Wentz came over with Phil to do something and they he came over to laughs to do the Seattle's best showcase or whatever on Wednesday or Thursday and Phil's like um heck I'd probably get you a spot Kevin and Angela are pretty cool like you know they like me and I headline here like, I'll probably get you a spot and he's like oh no it's okay I don't want to eat it and then he saw the show and he was like oh I totally could have done a spot and Phil's like <laughs> yeah you could have totally done a spot he's like how this was like supposed to be like Seattle's best and he was like well, yeah, Seattle's, like, best open micers and, and like, working comics doing a set, working on new stuff, and... Yeah. There's not, like, Andrew Rivers and Monica Nevy and Corey and... If it is them, they're probably um, doing new stuff. Yeah, yeah, they might be doing a spot, sure, but it's not... You're not he, thought, getting... he, he expected it to be, like, like this big, like... Well, I had we that... Spokane's best. We have a show called Spokane's Best Comics, and when right. we do that, I try to get Phil and Harry on it, and... If they're in town, they're, yeah, I'll do it for 50 bucks or whatever. Cause. I did a show, there used to be, a, that same show, Seattle's Best, used to be at the Comedy Underground, and I remember, uh-huh. um, oh man, is that three miles? We're stopping to get gas in, the, in this, like, one of the podcasts. Or not get gas, but get uh, water in Red Bull. Anyway, <clears throat> um, I did a show with a... Scratching my balls. Wait. You can't see, because it's down here. That's true, I mean... Casey can see. Yeah, I can see your face, the delight in your face while you do it. But, oh. uh, <laughs> Brett Hamill told me I was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm trying to do because I did like callbacks, which is a show they had on Tuesdays after the open mic, and it was they never actually I never did it like the way that it's supposed to be where you have a good open mic set and they're like, hey, come back tomorrow. I would just be like to the manager like, hey, man, can I do callbacks? And he's like, yeah, dude, come in. Uh, so I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Seattle's best. And he's like, to Brett Hamill. I was doing a show with him. And I was like, yeah, that, that's my next thing that I want to do. Is, And he's like, yeah, man, that show's just for, like, the big hitters. Like, me and Gabe Rutledge and Dwayne Goat or somebody. Like, but I was like, oh, funny that, one, it's not that. It's, like, a lot of people that are not, like, big hitters. But also big hitters, you That was a way of telling you... That he thinks that, that's was a, that was a way of telling you you're not you're not good enough for the show without trying to be rude. I think 
right without but, being mean. But, like, but this is the thing: is uh, I saw the lineups. I was on that show like weeks later. Oh well, it's <laughs> but big hitters. My fa- my favorite thing is like like this is well this is actually for like the Dave Attells and Jim Nortons of the world. Not come on, dude, get over yourself. Um, all right, do you want for the heavy hitters? Dude, not anybody can get twenty five dollars. <laughs> dude, if you were lucky to get twenty five bucks, oh, that's true. Those shows I got about made. twelve. Yeah. The, like in the four times I did it. You can get 25 bucks if you get 10 people in the door. Yeah. <laughs> John Fox does still book me, though, so thank you, John Fox. You're the man. I'm sure he's listening. All right, this is the part. We'll, we'll stop this part of the podcast right here. Um, All right, so I got directions. Um, there's two routes, 42 and 38 and 34. 34 are fastest. Let's do it. Is this car even on my Um, before we do the podcast, can we just talk a little more? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, we, I, I, mean, I will cut out up. whatever we, uh, right. I, um, well, this I is kind of what I wanted to talk about though, is like I, the show. Oh, okay. Cause well, I, I like this. Like this is, this is like a fun If part. we were on the road together a lot, this would be a great podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, this is like what I think if we, I mean, I guess this part's for sure getting cut out, but like if we started a thing, like these are Patreon episodes. Oh, you're right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this. Yeah, you're right. You're right, dude. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think there's like, there's like potential. Also, like, it could fail, but like, who gives a fuck? Man? I don't give a fuck. If Everything it fails. fails. I don't give a fuck. I'm failing everywhere. Right, exactly. Uh, yeah. What am I, yeah. Like, the only thing I'm good at is doing stand up comedy, and nobody gives a fuck. So, like, <laughs> I'm failing everywhere, so might as well. Uh, I like them, they were cool. Um,. I gotta, be, I gotta get a better intro, dude. The look like jokes are fine. I love look like jokes at the beginning, just to be like, I make fun of me, relax, yada yada. But I'm I finding think, now the more gigs I'm getting and the more opportunities I'm getting, um, it's a different crowd now, where they don't always get the joke. That well, I, I definitely for. think that like the like making a specific band reference is always. Tough. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Well, it's not necessarily bad. Like, I think that what I, Colin Quinn said, uh, specificity is the soul of wit, maybe? Well, that Which, makes sense, but I just... Uh, or no, no, he said, in the specific is the universal. So they don't really need to know who Limp Biscuit is. Maybe their kids listen to Limp Biscuit or... Limp Biscuit and Gravy is the line that right. Noring gave me. That sounds exactly like a Noring line. Uh, roasted me once. He's using a bunch of roasts, too, which probably means I should not do it on stage anymore, but... Well, this is being recorded remember that yeah I don't care before you shit all over Narn Van no I'm not shitting on Narn past podcast guest he's also by the way I'm shitting on me for doing a joke that Narn does you do one of my jokes on there too one of my roast jokes you You love yeah yeah but you're but that joke is uh, but that joke is something you don't use on other people oh sure 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 he's using it in roast on other people like Mike Hansen or somebody else and it's a great joke for Rose, but no, I do love that line you gave me though. And I didn't use it at the beginning. And you told me like, fucking use my line. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I don't care. And that's the, it used to say USA. And then what's great about that is that you, 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 I love that shit, dude. I don't think there's anything wrong with taking a line your friend says about you. Especially if like, by the way, it's gotta be like a friend or like, uh, you gotta ask them, right? And you oh, tell sure, me sure, I should sure. use it, so. Oh I'm yeah, I think it. I think you said like you but thought maybe I'd be worried about. It. I'm like no, no, dude, no. So I so I maybe I did that said that before, but, right? But I like now doing that line because it led me to. I only like just doing one. So I, I say, I'm much I'm much fatter now. It used to say USA, but now. That's all I say, and I do like a little stretched out motion. Yeah. 
Um, and they laugh, and I'm like, I felt like that's not enough. Gotcha. A great line, but that's not enough. <clears throat> what else can I do? And then they go, uh, they go, uh, yeah, yeah. If you, I realized you can't see all the letters of the tattoo. Oh yeah, I love that part of and it. And then so then, and then I do that line, and that's working. And then I, and then I'm like, well, that's not the end of it either. I got to give examples of it. So now I'm giving examples of like, oh, if you want to do my tattoo, you to take a tour of my body. Yeah. Orbit, satellite, uh, tour bus, safari guy, like all this shit. And then that eventually led me to doing the America Amateur Line, Puerto Rican thing. Yeah. Um, and then the Eric thing. And that all comes from you saying in a roast. It used to say USA. All the jokes. So to give some context to the people that don't know you, you have a tattoo across your stomach where Tupac has a Thug Life tattoo. Here yes. it says American. It says American, and it's in Boston Red Sox font. <laughs> red, white, and blue. Well, the white's me. It's a red and blue. And Red, uh, beige, and blue. Well, it's very pale nowadays. But, um, uh, but yeah, you said uh, that uh, in a roast, you said it used to say USA, and it killed, and you told me for a long time I should use it in my act, and I said no, and, and, and then I, I finally caved, and now I'm glad I did, because it's a great line, first of all. It's one of the best lines of the joke. Um, and then it, it led to me writing, like, this it just opens idea, a bunch of texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it opened me up to just the idea of something I had not thought about before mm-hmm. um, was awesome. I like the, you say that it, some lady uh, said that it, like, called you Eric because of, she only could see the Eric part of America. Right, or in American. the front. She said, oh, what are you looking at, Eric? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's funny. funny. That's a funny line to me because it's like it's not just. I'm not just saying that from the front you can only see. I, I never say that. I never say from the front you can only see Eric. <clears throat> yeah. You get that that thought in your head when I when I say because it Eric's a name. By the way, this literally is literally right in the front. It like it's very funny the difference between the drive here and the drive after because our energy level and our fucking like manic energy is so much higher right now. Oh yeah, we're high, baby. Yeah. We're high in comedy. I had a couple of uh, social sparklers, as Mark Grant from the Padres says. I think that was but, off the uh, podcast. Though. It was off the podcast. That's why I said from the Padres. Yeah. But, um, um, the uh, so. And also, I feel good. Like I, I, before the show, I'm like, uh, I'm nervous. I, yeah. I'm always nervous, no matter what it is. I'm always nervous. I'm I'm never nervous when it's like a club that I've performed at, even like a club period. Especially when I'm like, it's a club. And what the what the fucking speed limit is it? Jesus, I keep going lower and it keeps flashing. I can't imagine it's more than thirty five. Um. Anyway, the yeah, the uh, clubs are different. The club is like it's across the country. A club environment is very similar. Yeah, I always the way that I've described is it's like doing comedy in a humidor where the conditions are fucking like they're all. It's everywhere in the country. The humidity is the same. The the temperature is the same. The fucking Mm -hmm. sensibilities are the same. And, uh, yeah, so you said, you were talking about, though, I wanted to go back to this, which is you were talking about the I look like jokes. And I have some I look like jokes, but I think, one, I don't do them first uh, because of that thing you were saying. Like, first off, everyone has I look like jokes, right? Like, that's... Yeah. And, and everyone looks different, so it's not like, I don't think that that makes them hacky. I think that, uh, but I think, like, you're right, everyone has I look like jokes. And you might have jokes, like, you, you have one that says I there look like... There are certain ways it gets hacky, though. You go... Um, it's like, well, I look like so-and-so, them. fuck so-and-so. Oh, of that's course, hacky. of course. Yeah. I look like so-and-so if they yada, yada, yada. That's hacky. Yeah, mine are kind I of... I want a very specific... I want a Kyle Kinane specific... Gotcha. I look like 
this very specific thing. Like, I want it to make sense with what I'm wearing, how I look. <coughs> right. I don't want to dress according to my joke. I want to dress how I dress and be able to make the joke regardless. Sure. But I want it to make sense. Yeah. Um, but I, so mine are disguised in that joke about going to the grocery store or someone else says what I look like. That's one thing. I'm not, I'm not saying That's you should do that. Joke. What's that? That's specific to the joke. You no, know, I know, I know. But what I'm saying, joke about being in the grocery store. Right, but I'm saying like these are all jokes about what I look like. But they're like for me, that's like a thing. And but I think what you're saying, where you don't, if you can open with those, or you can open with something else. I think you could still do the I look like jokes, right? You were talking about you want to yeah. open with something different. I think you could open with something different. I, I don't know what I, it is. I need a new opener. I mean, I, I've been opening with these uh, look like jokes. I have a bunch of them. I have like ten of them. I filter through, and I have three that are my favorites. Right. Um. But, you know, I've been doing it for a while, and I did a bunch of my album. Right. And that, that's that's important to me. I, I don't want to be doing it anymore, but but it, I do rely on them, and it sucks. What if, how much of, so you just did 40 minutes, how much of that is on your album? Oh, tonight, the 40 minutes? Uh, on my album, probably, probably 25. Because this Honestly, is a thing that I'm like, like. This crowd, I feel like there was a, the jokes that I needed to do for this crowd. Mm-hmm. A lot of the newer jokes aren't, they weren't for a crowd of cops. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily like that, but... Um, well, no, I think I think that, like, uh, I'm going through this, too. Also, I, it was, like, some jokes I don't do ever, by the way. Sure. I did tonight. Like, the, the, the hip-hop joke, I, I knew I was going to do well, because they would all hate rappers, because of the sure. NWA and all that shit. And then the bitch tits thing, I knew they would fucking love that joke. You don't do that joke anymore? No, was never. That, was that on the album? I almost forgot. Yeah, I almost forgot how oh, to okay. say it when I was on stage. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, so I I did, I put out 25 minutes, um, and I've been, my initial plan was like, never doing these 25 minutes again. And then I started booking all these fucking 60 minute sets, and I'm like, well, I better be doing those fucking. Well, that's the thing, is when I recorded my album, I did a 58 minute set. Right. And in all reality, listening back to it now, and who I am now, I'm like, ah, well, only like 30 was good. Sure. And the rest of it was, you know, whatever. But, uh, but now if I'm getting booked to headline, I don't have, I, I, can't, I didn't turn that over. Right. I'm not one of these fucking super skilled comics that are on fucking Netflix, like making a new hour. You're only like Louis C.K. in one specific way, and that's how I got booked on this gig. What that showed you my uh, yeah. resume. <laughs> Um. <laughs> <laughs> Your short red-headed resume. Uh, so anyway, the uh, I don't know if it's short. He probably has a big dick, but um, it may probably. I mean, I, I, he's I feel like tall. it's not small. You ask people to do that, I feel like it's not small. And no one. By the way, whenever whenever anyone mentioned what he was doing, no one ever mentioned it was small. I feel like if it was small, they would have said. And then he whipped out his fucking tiny dick. They would have mentioned it for sure. Like they yeah. were appalled by it, they were upset by it. They would have for sure mentioned if it was small, and now nobody did. That's true. I'm glad we've gotten to the bottom of it, and everyone can be happy to know that we've done the research. Louis C.K. What good I'm saying size is, cock. what I'm saying is, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> they didn't hate it that much, but it was enough to be like, this is uncomfortable and wrong. And that's how I got on this show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like I, I think, so I. That's why I did 25. Is because that now I know that if anyone's seen that the few that have that uh, I know that I have a big chunk of material no matter what night it is if I'm doing 45 or an hour there's a big chunk of material they haven't seen or if I'm at a place and I do 25 I can go well there's 25 more that you have not seen uh, on the album I feel like this we're just like not moving on this Google Maps thing. it's showing us 0.7 miles I don't know 0.6 thank you um 
anyway, the, uh, yeah, because, so I did 60 minutes at, um, these gigs in, like, Montana, I did, I did 60 minutes, a bunch of it was crowd work, and they were very fun, but I did, like, all of the, the having a kid stuff, I think the only thing I'm done doing completely, and it's not because it doesn't go well, but I had that ass-eating joke that was just, dude, it created so many problems for me, not because crowds didn't like it, but, like, venue owners fucking hated it, and it was really weird, I don't understand why that specific, like, I'm not the only comic doing an ass-eating joke. No, maybe it's because you do a, such a long bit on it, and I actually talked about this with our friend Luke Severide the other day about how he was like, just Casey did this, he talked about the Tommy Johnson thing, he goes, Casey did this joke about Tommy Johnson's dick and having piercings, and and it was just, he did like five minutes, and I was like, was it bad? He goes, no, it wasn't bad, I'm not saying it was bad, no, it wasn't bad, it was, I said, that guy just, he goes, he goes, that guy just squeezes fucking everything. Well, that's the sweetest and thing. I'm, I'm, and I'm like, well, what's wrong with that? And he goes, nothing's wrong with one, that. Right? Yeah. yeah, up one. He goes, he goes, nothing's wrong with that. I'm just, I'm like, was this a compliment or a complaint? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, I think he didn't want to hear it, but he also like had, he couldn't like, he couldn't say that you're wrong for doing it. And also, Luke does, he analyzes a lot of comedy and, um, he compares himself a lot to people and so yeah it's like okay well he's doing this maybe i should be squeezing more stuff out of my things and well i definitely believe in squeezing i mean maybe the reason is i think i think that that the acidy joke specifically not the tommy johnson one the but the acidy one is like i mean it's a great joke but we talked about this gene ico no one knows who she fucking is anymore Oh, I think, I mean, I, that's maybe, she's got like millions of TikTok followers. So I think people know who she is. Uh, I don't oh, think sure. people our age don't know who she is, maybe. That's the problem, is you're doing she's, shows. She's actually bigger now than she was when that song came out. She's like a way bigger. I, like, really? Yeah, dude, I did like a lot of research to, first off, how that do you say it? So it's not Gene Ico, it's Janae Ico. Janae Ico, all serious. I had somebody Excuse come up me. to me and they were like, you're, oh, are you like pronouncing your name wrong on purpose? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, it's Gene. And I was like, oh, no, you just don't. You have no idea. No, and then you get to be the But, but also, that, by the way, that's the funny thing about that is that's like one small part of the joke. There's like, there is. There no, is, it's a great joke. The comparisons are, are, are great. The but the, but, and the, yeah. but yeah, that part, I, I was like very, that one came to me on that. But anyways, the point is, the joke caused me issues. And I, I do want to be bookable. I also like, I do, like, I just don't come up with enough premises where I can't squeeze I gotta squeeze everything out of every premise you know what I mean like I always think of it as like if this set of jokes isn't a fucking album track then what's the point of continuing to do it you know if it's just like one line if it's not an album track then I it's not long enough for me like I want it to be I mean if it's longer than an album track which I have a couple of those kind of jokes that's fine too but just say yeah, I, I guess that's the way. I mean, that's probably like we've talked about. Um, I think about the shit in like not in album tracks. I think about it in terms of set lengths, um, like your tight five for a guest spot, um, your tight ten for a hosting set. Sure. Or your um, your ten minutes for. Um, a dirty showcase or your 10 minutes for just any showcase that's at like there's like 10 comics in the lineup or whatever by the way I guess I did do that I did the ass eating joke on the filthy show in uh, Austin you gotta do it 
Um, well, I'm not yeah. that dirty, so that's like I got to do the dirty shit. The dirty. I didn't go dirty enough on that show. Uh, I went to. I did a bunch of. I did a couple of dad jokes about being a dad. I was just. They were. I was working on them, and I felt bad about that because yeah. like, oh, this is awesome. They had the filthy show. I should have went way filthier. Lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, nice time I'll come with the with the hard shit and. Uh, but so so the, ultimately the thing that I'm saying is, that. Uh, I think I get what you're saying about the set lengths. I'm also I'm also doing this too. Uh, you're doing the tracks. I'm doing jokes now. I find myself doing jokes now where I'm trying to write them and, and cut them down to a minute for Instagram Reels or three minutes for TikTok. Yeah, you know what I've found with that is that you can cut chunks out of the same joke, and you have enough jokes in it that you could make a 50 second version of. I found that it makes the joke way tighter. That's what I think. I well, think yeah. That, then I'm like, all right. Well, I only have, and people do this with auditions because there's like there's auditions that are one minute long or two minutes long, and I think that the fact that I, I'm like, oh, I got to make sure I get this all in because I've had jokes I put on TikTok and like I can't put it on Instagram because the whole thing's not finished in a minute because the reels are a minute long max. Right. So when I'm writing a joke, then it gets to it. If I write sixty, in theory, right? If I write sixty jokes that are great for one minute each, that's an amazing hour. That's and that's not obviously maybe, but a real it's probably goal, pretty right? soulless. You know what I mean? That's like I. It's hard to have like sure. your soul in a fucking. Uh, so like I think that the the what I'm saying is is if you take fifth like if I have a four minute joke, there's probably four fifty second or thirty five second chunks that stand alone that you don't need to hear the whole rest of the joke. And then also as a whole, like as a full fucking piece. Uh, so my thing isn't everything has to be under the length of a album track but at least the length of an album track for my personal taste and my own comedy you're also yeah that's fine for you because you you do tag up because I have, squeeze you have every drop but other other comics hear that kind of shit and they go oh I need to make my joke longer they don't when they make their joke longer they don't add like to you adding making a joke longer means adding more punchlines yeah to other people making a joke longer means Oh, I gotta make this more. I gotta make this longer. Yeah, I got some shit. By Just the way, for this, this is the second time this has happened. But I did the roast of uh, the roast in Austin with uh, Craig Beechler, which I will be posting the roast on my. Uh, sub I know you're roasting him. I would have given you a. I would have given you a joke or two. I roasted him before. So we've done. We did like really well, Greg and I. I had one joke that bombed, but part of the reason is it's the same reason I always have one joke that bombs, which is that I write. I write the jokes. I write like some jokes and then I keep writing new jokes then I'm like well this joke could just go with this joke I could just do both these jokes as one joke uh-huh. and then I go like so first off I don't care about winning comedy contests I don't care about winning roasts I don't That's care about you, beating Greg well part of the reason is I only so roasts I specifically don't care about I only want our roast group to do the best of everybody so like Greg and I wrote together I like ran my jokes by Greg I'm not trying to hurt Greg's feelings. I agree with you on that for the most part. Yeah. 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 So I say the same thing. So like the the um, and then yeah. So like then like like uh, Adam Lucky, mutual friend Adam Lucky, gave me some shit about. He's like, oh yeah, your jokes like they took a long like they went a long way, like they went along, like you got. It's probably not wrong, but there were like. But he said they all hit, and part of the thing is it's like. If I can put seven punchlines in where people normally put one punchline, who doesn't want that? You know what I mean? Like, like, well, roasts are different. Roasts are the kind of thing where, like, it's not the same as stand-up. Where, um, I think 
Adam was trying to say is that he did, he wasn't complaining. He said that no, was no, a no. Good he's player. not. Yeah, he did. But I think he's giving a little bit of criticism there. And I think that the to me a roast a roast joke is so much better if it's I don't want to say just one because a tag is great. A tag is great, but after a punchline and a tag, it's a little too much. Well, the crowd loved it progressively more. Is my point. Until I think that's great. I, I had think, one joke that bombed. I one, think if you go, if you go, listen, listen. I think if you go, one, it's it one huge punchline, and then a tag that gets them to continue laughing. That's the way you go. I mean, laugh, 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 laugh. It's great. It's great. Even for a roast, it's great. But it's it's not as hard hitting as the one punchline that makes everyone go, oh, like it's like it's a weird like. <laughs> right. It's like you, a watching, to me, it's that, like a black guy watching magicians type of deal. Like you want. The biggest. This is our reaction. second black guy reference that I'm just signing off on with my silence. Or anybody watching a magic Josh, trick, whatever, silence. sure. A, a small but Asian like, woman watching. Just, a, no, I so just think it's that, like, that. I think there's also a big thing. fucking pop. This is they also why I write. Rap way. battle pop. They want that snap battle pop. They want. Oh God, stop rhyming, please. Th- this they is want the that crap battle pop. That mad battle pop. This is why Josh does comedy and why the crowd hates his hip hop takes. Talking uh, to your dad battle pop. So what I'm saying is it's like <laughs> it's like th- this is actually the way that I consider those like whatever four minute chunks of jokes also is like this should all be building towards a big punchline at the end that really closes it out. And yeah that's like so my point is though is nobody should be complaining about too many punchlines. Is all is my point. And also I don't again I'm only showing what a, all a rose battle is good for me is like in my opinion, is it's like a writing exercise. And a bunch of fucking people have gotten writing job jobs from roasts. And if I write four A pluses and one F minus versus five B pluses, gotcha. I'd rather write the four A pluses and because what about this? What in about a writing this? situation like writer's room, which I don't work in and I have no experience in, and I'm talking about it with way more authority than I should, but they'll just throw out that one bad joke. And then we don't do it. Sure. It's a little different, though. I Because a uh, writer's room's not competitive in the same way that a rose battle. You, there's a winner and there's a How loser. How do you know? No, no, no. I mean, it is competitive. And you're trying to keep your job. And oh, but yeah. Writer, once, but... once again, though, in a writer's room, I think, like, my the dream scenario where I'm an ambivalent, or a, not an ambivalent, a benevolent person, we're just trying to make the best show we can. Tell me the best show you can. You want to be the best writer. You want your. You, it's a job. You want to be the best at your job. I get that. Yeah, I would like. But, but a roast battle, there's there's a, there is a winner and there is a loser. And I enough. I, I think I didn't bring up that I just thought about a second ago was that you said as many punchlines. I don't see why it's a bad thing. Well, most people write the, the roast jokes as like a joke, and when you have, let's say, six punchlines in your joke. Um, but the, does it become a joke or does it become six jokes? Well, no, I'm cheating. That's for what, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I don't like, care. In a, in, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, there's a thing. There's, but there's a thing about roasting. Is like it's like if you do it regularly, there's like a there's like a respect about it. Like go watch. It's like go watch. We're like going the, we're going joke for joke. You get five jokes. You get joke for joke. Go watch the comedy. You get a joke and, battles, and you get her, and, and some of those people go too fucking far. And they win. Usually. Nah, not always. I think there's a limit. There's a limited number of punchlines. I think three is the limit. Two is perfect. You're insane. Plus a rebuttal. Rebuttal's okay. I do it. I don't know. To me, it's like a, it's like a baseball. In, but in, also un, unwritten rules. But also, again, the credo for me is not really like you need six punchlines. But I, I need winning. only one. That's how I feel about it. Well, well what you if need the six, six punchlines to beat me? But I only need one. That's how I feel about it. 
You know what I mean? Like my one joke was better than your six. Well, I don't think that's what. That's I'm how saying. I look at it. Like though, like. Yeah, I mean we could. Do you understand? We, we could like, review the tape. I could show you what I'm talking about. They're like getting all the six, whatever. It's not. I don't know if it's six, by the way, in any of them. But like all the multiple are getting. No, sure, sure. That's big laughs. What I was using, yeah. Yeah. No, I think I said six, but like, my but my point is is ultimately I don't care about winning those specific contests, and well, I've made this. Might. Right, and Greg did, and that's and maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. Who I wonder. Greg did. See, his one joke was better than your six. <laughs> no, I, dude, I bombed hard on one joke, like oh, very oh, fucking that's, hard. Uh, that, that's such and a Greg one, consistently one joke did well. Fucking, and the, but again, I don't. Rock Toronto beat me with one joke. Yeah, I was crushing. Listen, the I, I can't, I can't do joke. a podcast where we talk Kills. about fucking Bremerton comedians. Okay, that's just well, we're, in, we're going to Bremerton today, so <laughs> we're driving there right. And now. it was a great joke, and he, he it was a great joke. Yeah, it was a great joke, and. It ruined your life for months. And, yeah, dude, you crushed me, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's forty-five. What the fuck? Um, I, yeah, this is a joke that I used against Greg once. I got a big pop. Uh, Greg used to be an MMA. Greg Beachler, by the way. Yeah. Uh, used to fight MMA. Um, he has one professional fight. Broke the guy's septum. He's also only had sex one time. Uh, broke the guy's rectum. That's funny. Kind of funny. My favorite I love one. Gay joke, and I don't like that. But uh, my favorite one that I had was, and this one did well, and it's short. I said, uh, "Greg is light skinned and he has a white. He was raised by a white mom. So whenever I hear Greg say the N word, I'm like, Greg, be careful. There could be black people around. <laughs> That's like a good short one. I had a couple diabetes ones that did all right. He also took us. He had a. He took us to uh, this place called. I gotta cut out when I post it publicly. I gotta cut out part of the joke because it's like one of those ones where you're like, it's funny between me and Greg, but like the public isn't ready. You know what I mean? Like a tremendously sure. racist joke, basically. How <laughs> right? Can you say on the podcast? Or? Um, I'll say the I mean, start. I mean, I'll say the start. I'm gonna post it on my Substack, so if you want to hear it, it's on my Substack. Oh, there you go. It's on the Substack. CaseyMcLean.substack.com. It'll be there. I told this one to Quentin. On uh, Roast Mania, I said, uh, Quentin Jones, a black comedian, a good friend of mine, he goes, uh, I said, uh, Quentin hates when you say the N-word to him. Like, for real, if you say the N-word to Quentin, he'll beat the fuck out of you. Just ask the last girl that told him no. You know, it's a Sam Merrill joke. What? <clears throat> he got a huge, he goes, I used to be dating this black girl, and it, she used to say the N-word to me while we were having sex, and it made me so uncomfortable. She would be like, no. Uh, he got in a bunch of trouble for it. God damn it. You stink. Well, you could have put a couple extra punchlines in it. It would have been redeemable, but now it's just a stolen fucking joke. Nah, it wouldn't have been redeemable. It would have just been extra words. Um, That they laughed at. That been... The crowd didn't know it was stolen. I didn't know it was stolen. Fuck. Yeah, that was like a, you got in a bunch of log trouble for that several years ago. Oh, rape joke, huh? Yeah, exactly, because it was a rape joke. Well, you made the rape joke, too. You suck. My joke for Greg was, uh, I just I started out, I go, Greg didn't plan any of this trip. I, they laughed at this, which made me happy because I thought it was funny, but they didn't. I didn't know if the crowd would. I go, Greg didn't plan any of this trip. I, I booked the flights. I booked the hotel. I got all of our shows booked. Uh... Finally, I was like, Greg deserves a vote in this trip. So the other, this morning, I'm just going to say the whole thing. I go, uh, this morning I let him, uh, 
I let him pick our uh, breakfast restaurant. And he picked a place called Breakfast Studio, and we drove all the way there, only to find out that it was a marketing agency. And they laughed at that, and then I go, uh, I guess what I learned is that I can only trust some of Greg's votes, about three-fifths. All right. And that's like... I don't see why the first part's racist. I don't... Well, the, well I think I the first part isn't racist. Oh, okay. The three-fifths thing is like me calling him a slave. Either. No, it's, yeah, yeah. No, it's not even a slave. It's uh, three... It wasn't even... It's free people. Free slaves. No, it's not. It was southern slaves. They wanted... This is actually a misconception. Was it not? Was it not like they no, got freed and they were given three-fifths of a vote or whatever? No, it was, it was the... The South wanted slaves counted. This is what people assume is that the that the North wanted people counted, black people in the South counted for a full person, but they didn't have the right to vote either way. No, the Lincoln even said that. Uh, he changed his mind later in his life, but Lincoln said he didn't want him to vote or he didn't want him. But but my point is is well, I don't know if he ever changed his mind to be honest with you. Um, but like some of the stuff that dude wrote, like towards the time he I was, say later in his life he was assassinated. Yeah, I think what he, I think his mind, uh, his, his mind did his change. 40s. His mind did change. It was splattered <laughs> over a theater crowd. But, uh, anyway, my point is, is that he, uh, the reason that the South wanted, the South wanted slaves to be worth a full person in their electoral college power, and, as slaves, right. And the North said no. They wanted him to not count at all. And the compromise, the three-fifths ah. compromise, was that each slave would be worth three-fifths of a person in the population that contributed to the Electoral College. I so, thought it was different. I thought so it was after right. uh, A lot of freedom. people have that misconception. And people will say stuff like, oh, well, I don't trust anyone that thinks that ever thought that whatever, black people should be worth three-fifths of a vote. And the person that actually, the people that actually said that specific thing, for a noble reason, for the, for the purpose of actually representing people who wanted freedom for those slaves but the people who wanted them to be worth three-fifths of a person were that was the north well i don't think the south before they freed the slaves i don't think the south was advocating uh only in the voting them. context i think only, only in the voting context. I, they didn't want them to vote though of course they just wanted more voting power they wanted more electoral power and they had more slaves they wanted more voting power i understand I nobody i've never heard anyone make an argument about the three-fifths like thing that's correct. And interesting. Because I did a little bit of research. I was like, why would the... Yeah, I did a little bit of, like, research on it. I was like, oh, yeah, obviously the... Anyways, so... That's funny because Greg's th uh, three-fifths black. <laughs> not, e not even. <laughs> <laughs> He's three-fifths white, yeah. for fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, there was, like... Anyway, um, the other thing that happened, by the way, is like both roasts leading into us bombed hard. Oh, and, really? And we like broke it. Adam will say this: we broke it open. Like the interesting. My experience was different on his roast show. Me you and bombed. John Rice, we were the worst one of the night. Well, John Rice went right before us and ate horrible shit. So maybe that's the comment. Well, John did go first in our roast. The first thing that he said, he made a joke about my brother being retarded. He said the word retard on stage. Mm -hmm. And my first joke was uh, something. Because John, John Rice is gay. Uh, and I said something about... Um, I've known John for like five years. And I've always known he was a faggot. But did you guys also know he's gay? <laughs> and that... It, I mean, he got a better laugh than his joke did. But it was just a weird... It was a weird start. From, it, it was weird for us because like the whole rest of the show... It's fucked up. People are saying fucked up shit. Wait, is so this we not both letting thought, me go straight? I guess not. It's not letting you go straight. Detour. Oh, shit. 
That's all right. We'll That's figure. not good. Let's go we'll figure it out. That's going over water way. Do I have it? to swim? No, well, we'll be. We'll figure it out. It'll. It'll redirect us. Somehow. They say I drink like a fish. I gotta piss again. I had one beer and I just immediately have to piss. My just. Yeah, my, you got peer pressure in that beer by that uh, my ranger buddy there. Yeah, this fucking guy. I, the only I've I actually have been through Gabe Rutledge's podcast shamed into allowing audience members to buy me a drink after. It looks like we're on course though. No. Yeah, I think we're fine. It's just yeah. re, it just redirected us. We'll be all right. That was cool. Uh, switching topics. That was cool to. Uh, whenever I do a show and. Did that guy are, know someone you knew? Is that what happened? We did. We did, we did know a similar person. We had a common person of knowledge. That wasn't when he first talked about. The is that is that is was, that the fucking longest way to say yes I've ever fucking? Heard. We he did know a similar person. We had a common person of knowledge. No. You could have yeah. No, the answer is no. That's not why he talked to me. I well, that's not what I asked. I just said, did you guys know someone? Well, yeah, we did. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, Sergeant First Class Leroy Petrie. My man. He's a Medal of Honor recipient from 2nd Ranger Battalion, uh, 75th Rangers. Uh, I served with him. He didn't know who I was when I served. Um, but I met him doing comedy afterwards, after he had received his Medal of Honor. He's one of only, like, Medal of Honor 30. for comedy? Is that... Yeah, no. Uh, one of, he's, like, one of only 30 living Medal of Honor recipients. Oh, wow. And probably less now. Uh, just because a couple of them are like World War II vets and Korea vets and shit like that. But, right. Um, so that person's sweeping their sidewalk off the right now? Like, yeah. What, what, fucking 10 o'clock at night? Nine, almost 10 o'clock? 9.45? Yeah. This one raking. Yeah. How do you get it done now? I don't uh, so know. No, he, was a, he was a ranger. He was a, a first battalion ranger from Savannah, Georgia. I was a second battalion ranger from Fort Lewis. There's three battalions of rangers. And he was in one of them, and uh, I made a joke about being a ranger. Quick joke, and uh, he had to say hi after the show. I, that's fun when that happens. It's nice. It's, the most uh, adorable thing is when he goes, I'm just a little nervous right now, which is always funny when comedy audience members say that, because like, I'm like, I'm fucking nobody, dude. Yeah, all, yeah, exactly. And he's a fucking, he's a, and he's a ranger. We're both rangers. And he's right. like, I'm nervous. And I'm like, you're an old ranger. I mean, I guess it's different. He didn't go, he's not a combat ranger. He served from 94, 98. Texas Rangers of Texas Rangers. And cause he has a ranger are upon you. Everything you do, he's gonna see. When you're in Texas, look behind you. Cause that's where the ranger's gonna be. Wow. You know that? <clears throat> Did not know that. Yeah, well. Who's that, you know. Britney Spears? Uh, no, that's the, I don't know whoever, the theme song from Tom Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh. Not Britney Spears. No. Have you seen her on Instagram? Yeah, dude. She's a fucking nutbag, dude. I gotta tell you, this is I've never said this to anybody up to this point, and I don't know if this is the right context. I never was like super into her in high school, and I think she's substantially more attractive in her forties than she was. I one hundred percent thought it was super weird. Even as a child, I thought it was weird that her voice and her whole getup and her outfits and all of it about her was Aimed at grown men being attracted to a little girl. 16, but yes. Her voice, though. Her voice is little girl voice. Wearing the schoolgirl outfits and the skirts. It was, it's always been a weird thing to me. When I knew what sex was, and I realized that people were, like, grown men were sexualizing this teenager slash young adult for acting like a 
little girl. I was, this is fucking weird. Yeah, do you remember how, how common it was? It's gotta be her dad. It's gotta be her fucking dad. It's not Brittany. Poor girl. She's nuts for a fucking reason. Yeah, it's not you, her fault. Do you remember how common it was for people to be like, this is the countdown clock for when Mary-Kate and Ashley turned fucking 18? Dude, what a fucking weird thing that is. I know. And I'm, like, even still, I'm, I'm like, I'm like ashamed to tell people like, is this yeah, I think Billie Eilish is pretty hot. And she's like 20 now. I'm like, that's even weird. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> this seems like a legal spot, right? I think so, yeah. Alright, let's we'll do our best and then... Oh, I gotta pee so bad. Have you been to this room before? I don't know. Was it Old Mobster Mike's? Oh, maybe it's in the it same is. Neighborhood. Yeah. It's definitely in the same neighborhood, but... Oh my... Well, let's do it. Let's get in there, dude. I gotta piss so bad. 